One day when I was a kid, maybe around nine years old, my mom came into my room. <laughs> I won't lie, it was a mess. It always was. My bed wasn't made and I had laundry scattered everywhere. As a kid, I was always taking clothes from my older brother, Joey. He had nicer clothes than I did, and unlike mine, they were always hung up or neatly folded. I didn't care then, and I don't care now. A little chaos and disorganization has never bothered me, especially at that time when I had zero time for cleaning and straightening. I was too busy singing and writing songs, perfecting my craft to notice those things. My mom has always supported me in everything I've done, but she still couldn't stand the sight of my room. Jason, she said, you have to straighten up your room. If you don't learn how to keep things organized, your house will be a mess one day. I looked at her. Mom, I said, dead serious. I'm never going to clean my own house. I'll hire people for that. From the look on my mom's face, I knew right away that I had said something wrong. She looked like she wanted to slap the taste out of my mouth. Of course, looking back on that moment today, I understand why she was instantly angry. I certainly wouldn't word it that way as an adult, but as a kid, this was the only vocabulary I had for what I was feeling. I only said it because I believed it, deeply. What I was trying to say was that I intended to dedicate all of my energy and time towards music. And I knew in the depths of my heart and without a shadow of a doubt that I would create a life for myself that allowed me to do just that forever. It wasn't just about cleaning. I felt this way about everything else that I was meant to learn or do in those years. When my dad was outside fixing the car, he'd call my brother and me <laughs> out to join. Honestly, my brother was happy to learn. I wasn't much help. As I would be singing the song that I was working on at the top of my lungs the entire time. Eventually, <laughs> my dad would let me go back inside to finish the song that I was writing that day. Needless to say, my skills around fixing anything in a car today are zero. I had a one-track mind, and still do. Everything else could wait. I was going to be a successful singer, and that was that. And here's the thing. If I hadn't believed it that deeply and was too afraid to speak it, there's no way that truth would have become a reality. My mom may have been mad at me for refusing to clean my room, but the truth is, she's the one that taught me how powerful my words were. When I was little, she used to say things like, oh, that cheesecake was to die for. But the Bible says death and life are in the power of the tongue. My mom caught on to this. And she started flipping the script. Instead of saying that cheesecake was to die for, she started to say that cheesecake is to live for. As I got older, I made sure to speak out loud the things that I wanted and believed in. I've been saying that I was going to be known all over the world for my music ever since I was four years old. People thought it was cute when I was little, but the older that I got, the more pompous and arrogant it sounded. I never meant it that way, though. My words just reflected the level to which I believed what I was saying. I never hesitated to speak my truth. When I was 11, I started saying that I was going to be famous by the time I was 12. <laughs> when I was 12, I said I was going to be famous by the time that I was 13. In my mind, this was my reality. Here's the important thing, though. It was that belief that allowed me to take the necessary steps to get there. I fully believe in the power of manifestation and speaking words into reality. But you can't manifest a dream by saying that something is going to happen and then sitting back and waiting. You need to believe that you can achieve something in your heart of hearts and be willing to put in the necessary work to make it happen. When you do this, you begin to see the signs that you're on the right path. It happens slow, and then all of a sudden, it happens fast. At least that's how it was for me. Before my first album came out, someone asked me in an interview, 
what artist would you want to tour with if you could choose any artist in the world? And I said Lady Gaga. I ended up touring with Lady Gaga before my first album even came out. I spoke it into existence. A few years ago, I heard that Wiz Khalifa made $20 million in a year. And I said, next year, I'm going to make $20 million too. That was my mindset. I believed it. And put in the work to make it happen. That is the power of the spoken word. The external world believes what you tell it. And your body believes it too. I used to say things like, oh, I'm so blind. I could barely see. I noticed that my vision started to get worse and worse. I used to tell people that I had trouble remembering things. My memory started to deteriorate too. This has gotten more and more intense as the years have gone by. And I've become really careful about what I say. Now, you'll never catch me talking bad about myself because I refuse to tell the trillion cells in my body that I am inadequate in any way, shape, or form. I focus completely on the positive instead. Nobody teaches us about the power of our thoughts and words, and that's why so few people know this power and trust in it. In school, we're taught to fit the mold, to wait in line, and to raise our hands when it's time to speak. We're basically taught how to be timid and to color within the lines instead of how to dream big and make great things happen for ourselves. So when somebody like me says, I'm going to be the biggest pop star in the world, people think I'm egotistical. I just don't see the world the same way that I do. Just recently, <laughs> I told my dad that my goal was to be worth $500 million two years from now, and he laughed. But I wasn't playing. No, dad, I'm serious, I told him. Likewise, if I told you that lately my mind has shifted to the fact that there are only seven black billionaires in this country, and that I want to be the eighth, to show black kids out there that they can use their minds to become successful, you'd probably roll your eyes a little bit. But why? Why not me? Why not you? Why does someone else deserve it, but not you? Why shouldn't we all dream big, aim high, and believe completely in our ability to succeed? I hope that listening to this book helps you believe in yourself and gives you the confidence that you have all the tools you need to succeed in whatever field and whatever scale that you dream about. I hope my words resonate with you. In addition, I have asked some of my famous friends to offer their own words of advice for living their dreams. And you'll find some of those original quotes at the start of many chapters in this book. Now it's your turn. I want you to remember that whatever you want in this world is within your reach. I know deep in my heart that this is the truth. All you got to do is believe it, speak it, and work your ass off in order to get it. Use your words, your voice, and all the tools you've got to make it happen for yourself. Here's the beautiful thing. You can start today. We are not slaves to our past. Every day is a fresh start. And we can start our new legacy right here in this moment. Start now. Sing your name out loud and let it ring out around the world. I have no doubt that the sound of whatever you want to hear most will echo right back to you.